0: dig in the field with GPB music and the field note stenographers this time out we talk about the revival of the in venue project listen back to some tracks from some uh, recent field sessions and we get a peek at brag jam the first wave of brag jam artists in that vein let's start things off with frankie cosmos and on the lips So that was Frankie Cosmos with On The Lips, one of the artists in... You have to explain to... Oh, we first. Wait. We have Layla Regan-Porter with this this time out. Uh, It's not just an all-guy show this time. Hello. Hello. There we go. Now now you're fully recorded. I saw your waveform popping.
1: Okay, excellent. All
0: right. So that was Frankie Cosmos with On The Lips, and she's part of... You have to explain this to me, like a wave, a first wave of Bragg Jam artists this time (laughs) out? What what are we talking about?
1: Well, in the past, we've had three waves of announcements. Um, This wave, we are going to have two since we are lucky enough that we can have our headliners announced in May. We're uh, waiting for a certain festival to be over, um, and then in mid-May, we will be making our... Final second wave plus headliners announcement.
0: So, wait, so tell us about Frankie Cosmos. Um,
1: She started in the New York uh, DIY scene. So, she's been around for a little bit on on self releasing stuff online and uh, has made like a a real big impact, I guess, like even with big publications like New York Times. They had her as the number one pop album in 2014 with Zentropy. um, And then Pitchfork has been talking about her a lot too with her recent EP, Fit Me In. Um, so she's been she's been making a lot of waves, you know, for someone on the uh, little anti folk scene in New York.
0: Yeah, it's a really nice track that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited to see her here. Um, great. Okay, so we have uh, someone else who's in this first wave.
1: Andrew Bryant. Uh, he's got a really interesting background. He was born in um, Oxford, Mississippi, raised in the church. Really got his start in the whole evangelical uh, quote unquote noisy, as he calls it, uh, sound that they. They would create, like he said, he would go to church like three times a week and just play like raucous music there. Real, real interesting um, upbringing that he had. I
0: bet he was Pentecostal.
1: Probably. He doesn't, you know, specifically say just it's evangelical. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, definitely a strong religious yeah. upbringing, you know, which he says... uh definitely gave him a lot of influence on that on that big noise that he likes to create. Um, he's been in uh, Water Liars as well which got a lot of attention from people like NPR, you know, Buy, Spin, all those kind of, um, and then he was signed with Fat Possum as well, which was a pretty pretty nice accolade. Well, that's
0: legit. That's yeah. bona fide. Yeah. Alright, we're going to listen to Andrew Bryant and while we do, I'm going to think back to the best rock show I've ever seen, which was a Pentecostal revival in North mm-hmm. Alabama. <laughs> so, Andrew Bryant, here we go. I know
2: it's hard when the best of me songs has let you down.
3: Maybe take some time. Sit down with a cup of coffee, It'll ease your mind.
4: Don't give up Sing a song, sing a song, sing a song Sing a song
3: of love You can't give up It's not in you, man You were made to do what you love What you love
0: Andrew Bryant with uh, Do what you love that was a really really nice track. I'm looking forward to hearing him and'm I'm, I'm going to go straight to bandcamp and get the rest of that record I think later tonight. All right so um so Layla, when can we expect again the the rest of the waves to be announced? Yeah May
1: 16th is when we will have uh, that final lineup announcement and it'll be all over Bragjam.org and obviously our social media as well and we'll have a beautiful poster um designed by Modern Giant as well. So we, we had a good good chunk of artists um li- listed on that last um one. We had a lot obviously people were excited about, uh Frankie Cosmos and um Andrew Bryant, but I mean people also Lee Baines three and Susto and folks like that are going to be. Oh, yeah, be. Lee Baines is coming back. He is coming back. Oh, I mean, yeah. great. Really killed it at that Hummingbird show. Yeah, I mean, it was sweaty that. and amazing. He yeah. Reminded yeah. me a little bit of a young Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> oh,
0: he is very, oh, she he is very springsteen. For it. those of you, yeah, while we were playing the Andrew Bryant, there was, uh, there was some talk about how he may, it may or may not sound like the boss.
1: He did, though, though. Like, he, honestly.
0: Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Another day. <laughs> All right.
5: And Lee Baines is amazing. You should definitely go check him
0: out. Yeah, Lee Baines, I'm glad he's coming back. He, he, he put on a good show.
1: Yeah, he has a solid rocker. I mean, he definitely has that country twang, and he tells it like it is. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he rocks really hard.
6: Yeah, he,
0: I mean, he'll make you show your union card at the door to get in. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> he can also yeah. play a mean guitar solo on someone's shoulders. That's oh. yep. <laughs> the so only time it. I've ever seen that. Right. i
0: seen that, too. All right, great. All right, so speaking of live music and playing, uh, playing guitar solos on shoulders... We've got some, uh, some live recordings we've done here, we being GPP Music and Field Notes Stenographers that we want to share with people. If you've missed them, they're our field sessions. Uh, we've got two we're going to talk about. Who are we going to start? Well, one I haven't even finished yet, so let's start with the one I've actually finished.
5: Let's
6: do that. Okay, so Pylon. I Pylon. Finished. The Pylon Reenactment Society. Yeah. They
5: yeah. came April Fool's Day, right? Yes, it was April Fool's At Day. At Fresh Produce Records. It was amazing.
0: Yeah, so they, yeah, Pylon Reenactment Society for the Uninitiated. There was, uh, you know, Pylon was one of one, as I put it, what was it? Third angle of the uh, Holy Trinity of Athens rock in the 1980s. Like if there's B 52s and REM, there was also Pylon. Pylon. Right, so uh, the Pylon Reenactment Society is uh, Vanessa Briscoe Hay, lead singer of Pylon. It's her effort to give that music, uh, you know, some new life, get it out in, in the world again. And it worked really well. <laughs> I mean, they kind of sure. killed it. Yeah, it was so great right.
6: when I first started listening to those uh, those first Pylon albums. Never expected to hear any of that live, so it was pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's 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 true. Like, we know that music because we yeah. kind of lived with it for a long time. But to be able to experience it live yeah. again, like, yeah. that's kind of not a that's not a thing I ever expected to have. So, so
6: thanks, Vanessa. <laughs> yeah, thanks, yeah. Vanessa. Shout out, thanks, Vanessa. <laughs> you the
5: <da> best.
0: <laughs> there goes a tick mark on the bucket list. So all right, we're gonna share. Uh, Pylon Reenactment Society, their version of uh, Beep that they did for us before the show at Fresh Produce Records. So Pylon Reenactment Society with Beep. I'm Pylon Reenactment Society with their version of Beep from a recent field session at Fresh Produce Records. Thank if you, you want to see the other two tracks and um, hear the conversation that Layla Regan Porter had with Vanessa Briscoe Hay, you can find that at uh, fieldnotesstenographers.com. You can also find it at gpbnews.org under the music tab. It's where all those things get published. So, um, yeah, that was a good one. So, yeah, I've been derelict, and the next one we're going to talk about, Billy Joe Shaver. Um... Chris, that was <laughs> a pretty awesome little adventure, yeah?
5: It was intense. The, the original plan was we were going to hang out with Billy Joe Shaver when he got to town that afternoon of the show, um, and what actually happened is that Billy Joe Shaver and his entourage um, all rolled in at about 8.30, but the show started at 8. Um, thankfully, the opener was there, and he was playing, um, and they had driven all the way from Waco, Texas. They would left at like 2 a.m. that morning. Um, and Billy but, George, but Billy
0: Joe says they don't. They don't let me drive.
5: Right. Yeah. That w- he was very adamant about that, and so he he got out of the van and shook my hand, and he's like, "All right, let's go do this." And so we went backstage to the Capitol and sat down and talked for 15 minutes. It was kind of one of the most amazing conversations in my life. Yeah, it he's, was good. Man, he's just one of those guys that, like, when you read on read about his life and he's sitting there telling me all these stories, I'm like, "This is incredible for lots of reasons," but I think it's mostly. The the most incredible part is that it's actually true, right? Right. That, you know, he threatened to beat Waylon Jennings, and Waylon Jennings made a record, right? The first time he met Dickie Betts, because some dude from Macon named Dickie Betts called him in Nashville and was like, hey, man, let's hang out. So he came down, and they were probably drinking whiskey and playing guitars, and Dickie Betts... Played Ramblin' Man, and Billy Joe Shaver's like, man, that's one of my favorite songs. And Dickie's like, I wrote it. And he's like, no way. No way, man. <laughs> he had no clue. Um, seriously, it was just an amazing, amazing thing. And then, so yes, yeah, so we had this 15-minute conversation. It was incredible. He took a leak and then went and played for two hours. The dude's in his mid-70s. He's a machine. It was it was incredible.
0: Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm, uh, Yeah, so I've got the video I'm still putting together. I'm trying to, um, to beg, borrow, and steal some archival footage of him playing with his son.
2: Who was a uh, killer guitar player. Yeah, who
0: was a killer guitar player. And apparently Dickie Betts gave him his first guitar. So uh, get that in my hands. I'm going to get the video put together. In the meantime, we have Billy Joe Shaver's version of Honky Tonk Heroes from his show at the Capitol. um, Recorded right off the board. It's pretty fun. So we're going to listen to that real quick and uh, in a fucking second.
4: They keep on haunted. me
5: fun. That was definitely fun. Yeah. All
0: right. So yeah, Billy Joe Shaver's field session, uh, his green room conversation is going to come up here before too long. I'm going to get off my duff and fix it. All right. So what do we have next here, gentlemen? uh, We have other concert comings and goings to speak of. We do. We do.
5: Some pretty amazing shows um, per usual, it seems like, honestly. Um, But I guess one of the things that was kind of a show, the 11th Hour Awards happened back in I don't know, a few weeks back. Um, Good Night Alive won pretty much everything in the music category. We'll play one of their songs um, a little while later on. Those dudes are pretty rad. Um, we won Best Blog, which was cool. This Yay. is where we hit the, like, is there, <laughs> you have that stock applause soundbite somewhere? Yay! Yeah. Thanks to everybody that believes in us. <laughs> Y'all are great. My mom actually voted a million times. That's what happened. Good job, Mama. Yeah, she's pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Clearing that cookie cache. Right. <laughs> That's good. Way to go, Mama.
5: I'm not sure she knows what that means. Incognito window. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, and yeah, so 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 that happened. That was cool. That was really cool, actually. Yeah, right on. That's good. Um, there were some other shows that had happened. Um, the, the Dave Rawlings Machine played at the Cox Capitol on, what was that, April 3rd, I guess? Yes. And that was... I mean, to be brutally honest, I kn- I know of Dave Rawlings. Um, I'd listened to some of his stuff. I was like, okay, this will be a really cool show, but um, I didn't really know what to expect out of the live show. And hands down, seriously, one of the best shows I've seen at Cox Capital. It was it was really incredible. Yeah, a friend yeah. of
0: mine told me it was like going to string band church or something.
5: Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he's such a
6: talented guitar player, and I mean, it was it was mixed so well, you, you hardly even notice it. It's just so effortless. It's kind of yeah. like he's just, you know, he's. He got this big dumb grin on his face the whole time,
5: but it's just you know technical wizardry on yeah, the guitar. Yeah, but, but he was shredding, but not like shredding in the like you know in great white with the fan blowing in the background yeah. kind of you know look at me, I'm an awesome guitar player kind of way. You know, yeah. right? It totally served the song and made it better. They were yeah. they were really really incredible yeah, for the whole, sure. The whole band
6: and the, the harmonies between the two of them, Gilliam Welsh and yeah. Dave Rawlings, was. One of the highlights
5: of the show. Agreed. We'll get them to come back, maybe somehow. I hope uh, so. Through magic. <laughs> through magic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Roseanne Cash played at the Grand Opera House on the fourteenth. I didn't get to go. I got to interview it. her though, which was an incredible thing in and of itself. Leading up to the show, but Jared got to actually attend the show.
6: Yeah, and that's that's another one. Like the the Rose, the Dave Rawlings thing, you know. And I went in not knowing a whole lot about Roseanne Cash, but it's it's just a great show. Her and her husband. It was just the two of them. Uh, He played guitar. She sang for most of it. Um, And then randomly, about three quarters of the way through the show, William Bell shows up uh, and plays Everybody Loves a Winner." And, you know, Roseanne Cash was great, but he just stole the show. (laughs) Sorry, but (laughs) it was was incredible. I I have no idea why he was in town, but um, William Bell, stacks recording artists, soul singing uh legend.
0: He's on the Steal the Show tour. Right, I guess. So. <laughs> it's just like, who can I bum rush tonight? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. All right. Well, you go to the show and you know, who knows what you'll see. It's not necessarily what's on the ticket, so that's great. Okay. And
5: uh, a- another great show that came through was uh, Brett Harris played at The Bird. Um, and we brought Brett Harris to town few months back to do kind of that singer-songwriter showcase at Fresh Produce, which was super rad. But this time he came with a band um, in support of his latest record, Up in the Air. Um, and it was super, super incredible. And in a couple of weeks, he's Brett Harris is playing as part of Big Stars 3rd out in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, I saw the reviving that again for a yeah. couple shows. It's yeah. pretty awesome. And yeah. it's again, it's like Chris Stamey. I mean, just jangle pop. Royalty again. Yeah. It's
5: yeah and a couple of weeks before his show, he was at Carnegie Hall rehearsing with the Kronos Quartet for the show. I was like, what? Yeah, uh, exactly. Whoa, man. And then, you know, he's just playing at the bird yeah. on a Friday night. Yeah. Um, well, get out, folks. Right. And that, and his record up in the air, speaking of, you know, just jangly pop goodness, it's, there's a reason that guy plays with Big Stars Third, first of all. I mean, Big Stars all over it, but, um, it's it's a really really great record um and i think we're gonna play what end of the rope which is the opening track
0: okay yeah let's do that so brett harris "End of the rope off his new album up in the air good stuff. Yeah, I think that's the first time I've actually uh I haven't heard that one yet. I've heard some other stuff off that album, but that is Yeah, that. It's just full. Everything he does, even if it's him or if it's the band, it doesn't matter. It's like the sound is just full, you know yeah. what I
5: mean? He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. Um and yeah, so the the name of that record was Up in the Air by <laughs> yeah. Brent Harris, Harris and the name of the track was End of the Rope. It's God. the opening track.
0: Everybody knows uh podcast listeners hate pronouns without antecedents. <laughs> And I just ran totally afoul of that. Yes, that was Brett Harris from his album (laughs) Up in the Air. Just like just like Chris told you.
5: Yep. All right. Okay, so what do we got left to talk about here, guys? The kind of the resurgence, return of the Make and Venue project. Um, Macon, so what was
0: that? I because I never leave the house is no, okay. well documented. I don't even really know what it was. The first well,
5: time. and to be fair, I'm I'm only kind of an observer of making venue project because uh, when I came to Macon in 2005, I don't think it had exi- it existed yet. But in the I don't know probably around 2006 2007, a bunch of high school kids and kids just out of high school got together and started throwing all ages shows, um, and they started. Contacting, you know, bands, mostly like punk and hardcore bands, um, and, you know, booking their own shows out at, what was it called Starcadia? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Starcadia, where was, the mini golf used yeah, to be. Yeah, so it was a bunch of high school kids, you know, I wasn't going to be that creepy, like, guy in his early 20s, like, hey guys, how you doing? You know, that's how cops get called, and I I don't want to do that. There's a Dag Nasty song about that. (laughs) I believe it. You don't want to be that old guy in the pit, right? No, but
0: Dag Nasty was very supportive of (laughs) you. They're like, hey man. I appreciate that. Used to say, how old is
5: old?
6: (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, the but well, that was their thing getting getting a place for all ages yeah. to see music. Then I, I think that was uh, that, that was most important to that's them.
5: That's always I think that's a void everywhere. I mean when I was in high school our all ages venues were, you know, like house shows or playing in parking lots or, you know, random record stores or whatever, right? Yeah, I
0: was were in uh, like Techwood <laughs> nice. Like, uh, yeah, Rec Room and Samba Reptile and all those. Yeah, they, they I tried to pay
6: 16-year-olds <laughs> a beer and all that stuff. Yeah. That's the second time Somber Reptile has come up in the last two days. <laughs> that, is that is amazing. so strange. Yeah, the Samba <laughs> Reptile was a PJ's, magical place.
0: <laughs> PJ's Nest, anyone? The third tier <laughs> of those? Anyone? All three of them.
5: But anyway, um, so the, I, there's lots of cool things that came out of the Making Venue Project, but I, Sean Pritchard was involved with them for a little while. Right, yeah. Um, a lot of the guys, you know, that are in... Uh, bands now you know like uh i think almost all the guys in dalmatian used to go to those shows back in the day that's i would be shocked if they didn't right exactly so we should bring them in and have them talk about it but (laughs) um anyway the a couple of the guys have been trying to get that kind of rolling again and so they've been booking shows they've done a couple at the skate park and um, they've done a couple here and there they got another one at fresh produce we're going to talk about in a minute but um it sounds like they actually have a permanent space that'll be ready to open in s- about 6 to 8 months they got you know some some funding and some fixing and some other other things but it sounds like they have an actual place downtown that'll be all ages shows oh that's all killer the time man making venue right that's great yeah yeah a place for all ages shows guy yeah right? we need that i agree i agree great. so um, they're going to be doing lots of shows coming up um there's one in particular that i guess we'll talk about um April 23rd at Fresh Produce. There's four or five bands playing. Um, the headliner, if you will, is Good Night Alive, who won, I don't know, two or three awards at the 11th Hour Awards. These guys are great. Um, and uh, definitely check out some of the other things that Making Va- Venue Project has going on over the next few weeks and few months because it's pretty excited. Okay. They're pretty exciting. Everybody.
0: Exciting, <laughs> yes. All right, so let's listen. We want to listen to Good Night Alive? Or... Let's do it. Okay, cool. So Good Night Alive, local people, Making Venue Project. Here we go. Right, that was Macon's own Good Night Alive. Those guys are good. Yeah, they are good. They're playing uh, fresh produce records here soon, part of the new and revived Macon venue project. Yep. April 23rd. April 23rd. All ages shows, and that means all ages. That means 50.
6: Bring your kids. It means
0: 15. Truth. All right, so let's not be uh, ageist about it, everybody. Right. Great. All right, so we, speaking of fresh produce, there are some more... Um, uh, we were just talking about tonight. Apparently, there's a guy who, uh, who just for fun likes to freeze himself.
5: I think is how you described it. Like some, <laughs> I, I think, I think it boosts your immune system. Right, I think is what I was reading. And he's he's um, done it
0: enough to be in the Guinness Book. Yeah,
5: several times.
0: All right, it has nothing to do with music, but uh, they're always doing interesting things. <laughs> always doing interesting things. At. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're always doing good stuff. So another uh, another show they've got coming up here soon. What date is this Plains This is show? the
5: 24th. This is the day after the Good Night Alive Make and Venue Project show. Okay, so you it's wake on up. on th- Sunday, the Lord's Day. <laughs>
0: Great. So on Sunday at Fresh Produce Records, we've got, who else is on this bill? We've got Plains, who we're going to play. And yes,
5: Plains and Drew Price. Those are two separate acts, both mm-hmm. from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't sound like they're from Alabama. At they least, do not. Not in the traditional Americana or country foot and swamp rock kind of way. Um, and then Corner Corona, which is one of a billion side projects that Daniel Eberlein has. Oh, yeah. Man. He hasn't done this one in a long time, at least as far as I know. And Michael Jordan or Michael jordash He's referred to as both in different parts of the event page. But and I- this is Michael Shore from formerly of Dalmatian. Right. right? Yes. So but since Dalmatian, he's been going through several name changes, I guess. But yeah. he's still killer. It's a metamorphosis. It is. And we're going to be patient with him with it.
0: Yep. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's listen to Planes playing on the 24th at uh, Fresh Produce Records. This is Pink Teardrops. And you tell me if you think this sounds like it's from Alabama. I mean, it is. We're redefining Alabama is what I'm talking about. (laughs) That was Planes with uh, Pink Teardrops. They're playing uh, Fresh Produce Records on April 24th. So check that show out. We have some more shows. Sort of our uh, our uh, candy bag, our Cracker Barrel candy bag of shows (laughs) that we have not yet gotten to that we want to tell you about. So uh, let's let's go. What what, what's left? See, there's a,
6: there's a good one at the Cox Capitol Theater, Grace Potter, I guess, minus the Nocturnal. She's gone out solo now. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly, it's a little more poppier, a little less bluesy, but still in the same spirit, according to the press releases.
0: She's uh, a shredder. Is this a shredder? This, uh, she
6: at the, I did not know this until recently, but she is one of two women who have a Gibson Signature Electric guitar. The other is Joan Jett. Wow. Uh, and her guitar is a flying v it is that's a flying v that's impressive yes. company so, and the so, flying v
5: was a nice choice so yes uh
6: shredder putting it mildly yeah She's a shredder uh there's also great peacock at mount the Sales, music on the mount uh great peacock was here a few months ago opening up for thomas Wynn, driving and crying they're really good they're the first on the bill but uh, maybe one of our favorites on the bill yeah,
0: they're, I they're, it on. The that's some yeah. that's some some nashville americana that's uh they're getting some serious traction though right yeah their web design suggests as much anyway <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> well and they're they're another um act on uh this is american music which uh, that's is, right a, our georgia label yeah America's right Americus, guess americus yeah and the, well yeah one of their base of operations is in americus but um yeah the they're another great act um affiliated with this is american music and uh I'm curious to see how it's going to – I mean, the this whole Music on the Mount thing, it's a concert series. I think they started last year, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I guess it's going to be in the Zuver Center for the Arts, which is a really cool little auditorium on their campus. So I thought it was outside. Maybe it's outside. I scratched that. I just – okay. <laughs> it's at Mount DeSales. Their campus isn't that big. This is the community <laughs>
6: engagement
0: part of the podcast where you tell us where the show actually was. Was it indoors or outdoors? <laughs> there may or may not be a prize for the correct answer. the band's really great. Just just follow the sounds the sweet, sweet sounds of great peacocks <laughs> just follow the sweet sweet sounds you 'll never <laughs> go wrong.
6: and then there's also uh, gringo star. Uh, with Bandidos, another band. That, Yay! Bandidos are coming town. back. Yeah. Uh, and then opening up that is Elroy Love, another band that's kind of from Macon. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. call them Macon. Yeah, let's do it. Like we'll claim two them. thirds of them. Yeah. yeah. That, that's April thirtieth at the Hummingbird. It's that's another
0: former splinters of the the Dalmatian that thing. That is correct. Elroy Love, right? <laughs> nice. All right. And so we've got a uh, we've got another local guy we want to highlight real quick before we go. Right?
5: Yep. Um, so we managed to get our hands on a track um, from Flaco. Torres, who that hasn't actually been released yet. the The title of this track is eighty seven nine eleven. It's uh, it's his favorite track off of the upcoming Porsche EP, which is supposed to come out in uh, late May. Um, so in about a month's time, I guess. Cool. Um, but he was kind enough to let us premiere it, and it's really really good. Um, well, you guys can't see the
0: confetti coming down from the ceiling right yep, now, but we it's are. It's amazing.
5: The world premiere is happening right now. <laughs> it's happening right now awesome all right great well cool thanks flaco yeah thank you sir
0: it's nice to have the first uh, the first listen to stuff so uh all right we'll, we'll go out on flaco tours with this new track and uh get out and see some shows and we'll talk to you next time
2: I wasn't really into cars until I turned seven. I see my first Porsche 911. The seats was all leather. The lights popped up. It had a glossy red paint. The driver was getting out to fill up the tank. He must have been a stockbroker. We never get to see cars like this close up unless it's on a poster. Or the old heads pitching bass like they throwing speakers. The seats in our car felt like the gym bleachers. I said, Ma, I'ma get a car like that and take out a pretty girl that I like in my class. She just laughed. She I had a wild imagination And deep down inside I think she knew I wasn't playing I'm in the back thinking about how fast it goes Driving through the neighborhoods where all the gates is gold Out on the open road that the cops don't know Looking at the countryside full of cows and goats What's the point of having dreams of a Nissan Looking like a soccer mom headed to the field on Friday I want a car to make you feel as cool as I am Back when they used to say niggas cool as a fan God damn, we just rollin' No cares on where we're going. Yeah. Hopped in the car, weren't sure where we's headed. Woo! I just cop the Porsche 911. Yeah. I just cop the Porsche 911. I'm good money now. I'm a conscious currency. Just got back from a 10 city journey where they know every word to the songs I write. I even had my parents come to a show one night, but I don't turn into a dude that really misses a car. I'm ready to gas up and just drive. I get back home, start the whip back out and make a right. The golden gates open and I tell the guard, hi, let the top down, speeding through these winding roads. Couldn't be a nicer day if the sky just spoke. Rode past a little farm with some cows and goats. Pulled in the gas station next to an SUV. The sliding doors open as I get out. Two kids and a soccer mom start to get out. A boy and a girl. The little boy walked over and asked, Hey mister, how'd you get a car like that? I just smiled. The mom tried to apologize. I told her that it's cool as I leaned down to him. I said to him, All you gotta do is believe. Don't let nobody tell you about what you can't be. Huh. We just rolling. No cares on where we're going yeah. Hopped in the car, weren't sure where we was headed Woo! I just got the Porsche 911. 11 yeah. I just got the Porsche 911